0: Good afternoon. This is Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Tuesday, February 23rd, and these are the top stories the Chi Chi team is watching right now. It's a year to the day of the death of Ahmaud Arbery, and people are still running the 2.23 miles to honor the black man, who was killed by three white men as he was jogging in a Glen County, Georgia, residential neighborhood. Now Arbery's estate has filed a civil rights lawsuit against the county where he died, as well as the men who are accused of causing the 25-year-old's death. The three men facing the murder charges listed as defendants in Tuesday's lawsuit have pleaded not guilty to murder. However, Tuesday's lawsuit alleges that Glenn County's district attorney knew one of the alleged killers and intervened to stop the trio from being arrested after Arbery's death. Arbery's devastating death was an initiating factor that helped push the civil rights protests of 2020. But the additional information about the handling of the case makes it an even larger mess to deal with. Well, hopefully the public realizes that police brutality is not a once in a blue moon sort of thing. A shocking video has gone viral showing a white police officer with his arm wrapped around a black 13-year-old boy's neck in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. The clip shows the teen lying face up while the crowd nearby can be heard shouting at the cop, quote, That's a little boy. You're choking him. According to the civil rights attorney representing the boy and his family, the teen has been arrested and charged with battery of a police officer. He has since been released into the custody of his parents. Reportedly, Baton Rouge's mayor president has said that no decision has been made yet on whether the police officer will face any disciplinary action, but stated, quote, we will not skirt around these issues. I will make sure this is thoroughly investigated. This does not seem at all surprising. Rich people in L.A. have found a way to get the coronavirus vaccine, even though they're not eligible yet. California has been trying to improve vaccine availability for the hardest hit communities, mostly poorer neighborhoods that tend to be black and Latino. To do this, the state provides access codes to people of those marginalized groups to use when booking an appointment. Thing is, those codes have reportedly fallen into the hands of wealthier people who work from home in L.A., It's unknown exactly how they gained access, but the state has been forced to cancel appointments that were made by some access codes. However, as news spread about the system, people reportedly started sharing the codes without even realizing their initial purpose. At that point, they did not realize they were taking away appointment slots for people who were more vulnerable. Some of these people really do think they're the next best thing to Jesus, huh? A Republican official from Queens, New York, was arrested Tuesday on charges of allegedly participating in January's Capitol insurrection. On his Facebook page, 46-year-old Philip Griot describes himself as the Republican Messiah. Maybe he thinks he's here to save the Republican Party. Anyways, according to an affidavit from the FBI, Griot entered the Capitol just as members of Congress were being evacuated from their chambers, and he helped other rioters enter the building he faces federal charges of unlawful entry and attempting to obstruct congressional proceedings. So much for being the Republican messiah now. Slade has indefinitely suspended one of its top podcast hosts after he reportedly argued that white people should be allowed to say the N-word. And no, we're not making this up. Mike Pesca, who is white and the host of the GIST podcast, supposedly made his argument in a Slack channel with work colleagues. He told his co-workers that he believed there are times when the slur can be used. You know what, Mike? White people have used the slur quite frequently actually. During slavery, the Jim Crow era, and at any other time they wanted to belittle black people. The N word, as it has come to be defined in the US, is a word used to make others feel inferior about themselves. It reinforces the racial caste system that has existed in this country since its inception. So no, Mike, no, you cannot say it and get away with it. Like the world is all rainbows and unicorns frolicking in the meadows. Get out of here with that. Anyways, it was announced Monday that Pesca would be suspended without pay. Sounds like somebody is mad and for all the wrong reasons. And at the wrong people, too, quite frankly. Quick recap. Senator Ted Cruz of Texas took a tone-deaf trip to Cancun as people in his home state were suffering with extreme cold weather, power and water outages, and food shortages. And he was rightfully shamed all over media for his negligent entitlement. However, he's fed up at this point. He wants people to stop talking about it and move on. He's tired of being the butt of jokes. But what little Tink Tink does not understand is once the internet gets a hold of something they find controversially hilarious— it's hard for that subject to move out of the spotlight. I mean, come on. The guy was compared to Queen Marie Antoinette when she told the starving people of France before the revolution to eat cake while she whined and dined and lived her extravagant life without a care about their struggles. Nonetheless, this is where it gets really good. Cruz felt especially backstabbed by his neighbors in Houston, who just so happened to be Democrats, by the way. The Republican senator thinks they're the ones who leaked the text from his wife that they would be out of town on the trip. He complained that the leak was a sign of, quote, how ridiculously politicized and nasty politics has become in the nation. I guess he does not realize that he's one of the main reasons why everything has become politicized. Then he had his nerve to say, quote, don't be assholes, treat each other as human beings. But has Ted done that when he's turned a blind eye to racist police brutality? Did he think about treating people as human beings when he was so supportive of one of the most anti-immigration presidents in recent history? More specifically, did he feel this way when he acquitted Donald Trump from inciting the deadly Capitol riot that tried to overthrow the entire government? Right. Of course he didn't. That's all for today. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts.